The case is held together by chicken wire and paper clips and rubber bands. U.S. strikes back, killing a member of the Islamic State. Welcome to Planet Rage, the intersection of insanity and madness. Here are your hosts, Larry Blydner and Darren O'Neill. Hello and welcome to episode number 74 of yo, Planet yo, yo. Rage. Yes. 74, Larry. Darren, 74. Is there a significance of that number? Not that I know of. No, no. It's well, been- you add them up, you get 11. <laughs> Well, well, that is a lucky number for some. Yeah, for some. Yeah. And since we've last been broadcasting, I mean, the world has gotten sane. Everything's good. Yeah, everything's it's just smooth right out. And from now on, it's going to be a boat ride. Nothing yeah. to complain about at all. <laughs> I just, it's hard to believe. It does feel like we're in a computer simulation or something. I don't know. Because things keep going further down the rabbit holes. That you're like, well, no, they'll never do this. Well, this will never happen. And then, yeah, sure enough. Sure enough. Things it happen. Is. Yeah. As always, the uh, Chicago 21 shot four fatally over this past weekend. Okay. 20% kill rate. I know There's gun control. Going. They could be better. Yeah. They could be better. And I have some clips on the whole guns. Well, those guns, there was just, the gun was just found at the scene. There was nobody that pulled the trigger. I know this is the, you know what? and that's what it is. It's, I, you know what? I just figured it out. It's AI guns, right? The AI is shooting the guns. They roam around. They shoot no, there's people. No, I mean, AI is just like, uh, you know, it's this list, uh, particle beams that operate these guns and kill people. They could probably do that from space, man. Isn't that one of the technologies we want <laughs> Just to be able to obliterate somebody with a laser from space? Yeah. That'd be fun. I did see a video a couple of years ago, a guy that had a semi-auto hooked up to a drone. It's pretty, pretty cool looking <laughs> thing. thing. You know, and I'm surprised away. that more of this kind of stuff has not been done. And it's not like you want to poke the terrorists or anything like that. Oh, yes, we do. We want to the technology them. that's out there. Mm. The fact that we've never had a World Series or Super Bowl or Taylor Swift concert that didn't have a drone come down. It's very weird. Either the defensive mechanisms the country has are way better than we're led to believe, or they're just not trying. They're just not trying. Because you see what these drones can do and the control they have of these things, because I've been watching NASCAR again this year. Have you? And the camera angles they can get now with the drones are freaking awesome. I'm also yeah. surprised the drone has never crashed on the racetrack during the, uh, during the race. Uh-huh. You know, somebody's, somebody's going to figure out a way to, to jam the drone signal, you know, from the stands. And right. It'll be falling out of the skies like ducks on shotgun day. <laughs> that would make it more <laughs> interesting. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to run one of them things over. No. 
but you realize the kind of payloads you can put into those things. I mean, people are freaking out anytime you get an envelope with a little bit of, uh, you know, powdered sugar in it. Just I imagine. Have you, wait a minute. You get envelopes with powdered sugar in them? <laughs> well, not personally. I've never had that happen. Huh? <laughs> not personally. Oh, okay. But, you know, that was right. that had happened to some politicians with the anthrax scare because it's like, oh, it's a white powder. Yeah. And it's almost never actually anthrax or anything dangerous. It's usually just some loon who threw some powdered sugar or flour into yeah. an envelope. Sure. Knowing you're going to get a complete lockdown when whoever opens the envelope and. Mm hmm. I see. I don't know. And I have a P.O. box and I don't really think twice about. OK, I think twice, but I still open the packages. I would worry if I was a larger podcaster, maybe a more. Can we be more controversial? I think maybe we get there. But the I fact. Think, yeah. I, yeah. That just anybody can send you stuff. You're like, oh, well, who's this from? And should I. uh you know, should I have an assistant who opens the mail just in case? Oh, you mean a guinea pig? Right. Nice, Darren. And I thought you were a Christian. Look at you. I am. Wow. I just a want stooge to take the to take the letter bomb in the face and stuff. Right. An extra line sweet? of defense. Right. Like <laughs> a, a food taster. There, you know, I mean these are these are very tumultuous times yeah. that we are living in. Mm -hmm. No question about it. And the guns thing, of course is huge because of the Nashville shooting. Indeed it is. And there, I've, there are some clips on this, but before we even get into that, there was a story that CBS news put out an internal memo saying, don't refer to the shooter as uh, trans. Mm -hmm. It's like, but wait, that's a part of the story. That's not, you know, them. you know, this, I, I almost understand when you have violent acts, I mean, somebody goes in and shoots up a convenience store. I understand where it's an individual and the color of their skin probably doesn't have any kind of significance to why they went and held up the store. Cause you know, black people hold up stores, white people hold up stores. I'm sure Asian people have held up stores, mm -hmm. but in the case where a trans person targets a christian school and leaves behind a manifesto i think the fact that they were trans is actually important to the story this was yeah. not random mm -hmm. and when you have a major news organization telling oh no 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 we we, we can't say that that's oh no don't want that part of the story it's like how do you not and what reasoning could you possibly have for that and why are you why are you asking for logic i know i always ask for logic i mean stop this i mean you heard uh, biden's uh, mouthpiece say that uh you know her answer to this, six six innocent people are dead and her answer is the trans community is under attack oh yeah that's I, her I, comment i do have that okay they're under attack but there's six six non-trans people dead at the hands of a trans person okay Okay, honey. <laughs> yeah, I did think that I was mean, crazy. Fuck off. You know, it's these people, these people just need to be disrespected like that. You come out with that shit, somebody needs to be right back in their face. Shut the fuck up like that. That's, that's how it, that's the only answer to this. And that's Stop basically being civil. Stop being civil. Just say, fuck off. That's what our friends over at Sky News kind of did. Okay. Leading Good. the charge was President Joe Biden, who released this frankly absurd statement where he said 
Transgender Americans shape our nation's soul. Wow. Stop. Stop. Now, see, I was traveling a lot, so I missed a lot of shit. I was, you know, racking up miles on a rental car. So, (laughs) wait a minute. Joey released a statement saying that transgender people shape our nation's soul. Wait, Mm -hmm. run that. I want to hear that again. That, and there, I mean, you look at the percentage and it's like, what, one tenth of a percent? It's a very small number that are transgender in America. Frankly, absurd statement where he said, transgender Americans shape our nation's soul. Stop. Is that, is that a correct quotation? Is that yes. verbatim? Yeah. Holy shit. When did Joey say this? I'm sure after the shooting. Because after he, after he went off off on his chocolate ice cream uh, rant, uh, yes, and that was cream. the most beautiful yeah. part about this. And I was going to pull yeah. that, but it's was well, all, I have something for you on that. I got something for you on because that. that was all in context. And here's yeah. how that day went. It was like, well, we don't know what's going on. We know there's a shooting. All of the news were frothing at the mouth. There was a lot of misinformation coming out. Big surprise, mm. and what you got was, and I I went to Fox Live at the time. And you got, well, the president is going to be speaking to a group about something, but right up top, he's going to be talking about the shooting in Nashville. So before he makes his regularly scheduled statement on whatever he's talking to this group, he is going to right up top talk about the Nashville shooting. And he comes out and he goes into his whole comedy shtick. Right. And it's like, I'm Joe Biden. I'm Dr. Jill Biden's husband. Ha <laughs> ha. Everybody yeah. laughs. It's like, oh, right. I don't know why that joke's funny. Maybe the first time you do it right after your president, maybe that's funny. What's funny is it's funny to morons. Joey is a moron and his constituents are morons. So, you know, there are no mysteries. And then he goes into, well, I heard there was going to be ice cream and I was just upstairs eating Jenny's, whatever flavor ice cream. And I'm like, okay, wait. Jenny's was the flavor that Nancy Pelosi had in their right. fridge. How much fucking their, money? Wait, wait, wait. In their $25,000 fridge. Yes. I wish I had a $25,000 fridge. Did too. What would you put in there, Darren? Jenny's ice cream, I guess. Jenny's might pay for the refrigerators because these politicians, they keep talking about a specific brand of yeah, ice cream. It may be. There's a lot of high-end brands of ice cream. Why do they keep talking about Jenny's? Where's the money, Mr. President? I've never even fucking seen Jenny's. Where do they sell that shit? I mean, I do a lot of shopping. Sometimes I get ice cream. I don't ever recall seeing Jenny's on a shelf at my local Ralph's. Have you? Yeah, we did. We have it here. We bought okay. it once because it's like eight or nine bucks a pint. So it's is it uh, any good or is it shit? It and was fantastic. Two choices. I don't know anything between. It good was fantastic. It? it was. It was fantastic. fantastic. Yes. Fuck you. I don't know if I want to pay nine bucks for ice cream, but it was fantastic. <laughs> How dare you endorse anything that fucking Bag of Magus likes? I, you know what? I'm done. I'm out of here. It's like this, this is show is enough. over. Come on. It's great ice cream. Fuck them. At least it's not Ben and Jerry. Oh, those two assholes. Well, they don't even own it anymore, do they? No, I think they, they sold off. But, but they I were still douchebags. Why? If you're, the, if you're Nancy Pelosi as the Speaker of the House or yeah. if you're Joe Biden as the president. Why would you even say a specific brand of ice because cream? Because they're elitist. Because uh-huh. they're pre- some, somewhere in his reptilian disease brain, you know, it's like, uh, I got I to gotta let you know that I only buy the best. You know, let me shoot my cuffs and show you my Rolex. And here's my vintage Corvette. You know, no matter what, he's, he's not a man of the people. He's a fucking elitist. And even though he's, you know, brain dead, he's, it still seeps through in his everyday discourse. That's why. 
It does seem to. And he said, I only came down because I heard there was going to be ice cream, but I have a whole freezer of it upstairs. You know, not a joke. Yeah, and a it's whole like, freezer. Exactly. What? I don't buy by the court. I buy wholesale. I know. Because I can. Because there's no room in that freezer for vegetables then. Exactly. He's the only vegetable. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say that. I was, okay, I keep that one right up. Joey's the you only did, vegetable you. in the room. <laughs> I think that's about 400 yards, and it's only a yard from the pin. Yeah. Yes, sir. Right on. I mean, it's still rolling slowly right towards the little little wind gust will put that baby right in the hole. Yeah. But there was a little more to that quote. Proudly serving in the military, curing deadly diseases, holding elected office, running thriving businesses, fighting for justice, raising families, and much more. That's all the stuff that the uh, trans community is doing to create the soul, to mold the soul of America. According to our buddy Omega Project in the troll room, which is the live chat room when we do these shows live on Mondays, says uh, trans community at the latest count is about 0.8% of the population. Well, thank you, sir. I appreciate that. So it's less than 1%. And I'm going to take this opportunity to tell all the trolls, I'm sorry I was uh, I missed school last week, but it's great to be back with you. And thanks for joining us again. What's our count, Darren? It what gets them all up. It gets them angry and they like to be angry. So it's good okay. to skip every now and then, I think. Okay. Let's see. For ours, they don't go running away like when Adam Curry wants to count them. Right now, 65 Live in the troll room, live well, listening. That's pretty good, considering we had a fortnight uh, go away. So that, I'm, thank you very much, all of the you faithful. Yeah, bring some extra friends along with you next time. Yeah. yeah. But this was the concept that, oh, well, the, the trans community, and it's hilarious in this case, that every other school shooting, mm-hmm. I mean, they talk about the guns, which they did here. Yeah. But in this case, if you had targeted... I mean, we saw what happened with the George Floyd incident. Well, the black community, of course, is under attack. We saw what happens when somebody goes in and shoots up a synagogue. Well, the Jewish people are under attack in this case. No, it was the trans people that are under attack somehow, even though it was a trans person that went in with a gun Mm, to a Christian school. Yes. It just doesn't make sense. I want to see the manifesto. I know that. Yeah. Like, why aren't they releasing that? That in this day and age, they're busy editing it. Of course, that's why. Well, the the one thing I don't get, we're living in the Internet age. Why was this manifesto not put online before this person went to go do their thing? Why not online so everybody could read it? Yeah. And did I read? Is this correct? That the manifesto is in the possession of the FBI. Yeah. Is that correct? But we're never going to, they have Hunter's right. laptop so, and the manifesto. And uh, yeah. So is that correct? Is it, do they have I it? do not know. Okay. It's somewhere. Because if they did, why would they have it? Why wouldn't the local cops that responded to that call have it? They should, shouldn't they? Well, because was, do you really believe the manifesto is on paper? Oh, right. You know, yeah. it's like, shouldn't this be online somewhere? Wouldn't yeah. this be on yeah, a right. uh, social media yeah. account? Uh, mm. I don't get it. Yeah. I do not get it. But this, you know, in a completely unrelated thing with the FBI in a shooting, more information over the past uh, week or two came out about the Las Vegas shooter who we've talked about. Like, well, where's where's the- I know, but don't don't go there yet. Because, okay. because, we're, well, we have a clip. We're still on Joey and ice cream. Yes. And the uh, the, the, uh, and the trans the, community. And uh in the trans community, it, this is this you should definitely uh, 
play the uh oh yeah we have to get to uh juan pierre's uh statement here House Press Secretary Corinne Jean-Pierre was also eager to express support and solidarity, not with the Christian community that had just been attacked, but with the trans community. It is shameful, it is disturbing, and uh, our hearts go out to uh, the the trans community as they are under attack right now. Yeah. That Yeah, see, this this is, you know, I know, this is where I always get so pissed off because this woman, this woman, Corinne whatever the fuck, she her, her insult is so outrageous to spray that shit at the American public that this is why she deserves no respect whatsoever and nothing but abuse. This is where that entire audience of the press corps should scream, shut the fuck up, idiot, because that it's that it's that insulting. And then walk out on her, walk the fuck out on her. So she's talking to the four walls. Okay. Somebody because that it, that is an incredible insult to everyone's intelligence. Oh, it is asshole. Somebody from the trans community went and killed kids in a school and the president's spokesperson, number one spokesperson. It's not like she's some flunky way down the line. The president's number one spokesperson said, we stand with the trans community who are under attack, under attack. Yeah. Six, six dead walking around regular human beings, but the perpetrators under attack, under attack. Well, okay. Yeah. Just one more time to let it sink in. It is yep. shameful. It is disturbing. And uh, our hearts go out to uh, the, those, the trans community as they are under attack right now. What was that shameful? That woman is repulsive. Yes. She's disgusting. And she should be gone. But what, what exactly is she referring to when she says? It is shameful. It is disturbing. Yeah. What was shameful and disturbing? Mm. I mean, not the shooting because she stands with the trans community and they're under attack. But the Christians, I guess, were shameful. Right. And this yeah. is not beyond. Uh, this wasn't just Jean-Pierre. This wasn't just the president's spokeshole. This was a lot of people that were given a place to speak on the mainstream media. Mm-hmm. Took shots at religion of Christian, Catholic, anything. They were going to take their shots mm-hmm. because they're horrible, hateful people who don't accept the trans folks. Don't you know that's the problem? And it's absolutely insane, and it is a lie. But this is where people believe this kind of stuff. We talked about the Russian Orthodox NHL player who didn't want to wear the Pride jersey and didn't, and his team backed him. There were some more players who also opted out of that. Mm-hmm. And then they're in the media portrayed as horrible, bigoted people. And it's like, no, I mean, most of these guys made statements that said, hey, I welcome if you're gay, trans, whatever, you know, we, the NHL is, you know, a place you can be welcomed and all that. I just don't want to wear your Jersey because I have this belief and these things kind of, you know, go against each other and I'm not comfortable doing that. Mm-hmm. And we've heard this with the, cause we both grew up good Catholic boys where well, I was Catholic. I wouldn't say I was good. <laughs> well, that's true. We yeah. maybe pushed the, uh, push the envelope at a time or two, but you're always taught embrace the sinner, but hate the sin. That's always the way it was. And that's kind of the way I, I rejected that teaching. Did you, you hated everything? Yes. Well, that works, but it's like, okay, you know, uh, if somebody's gay, the Christian, the Catholic church says, well, that's wrong, but they also 
don't tell you to go out and do something to uh, to punish those people. The Catholic religion is like, hey, no matter what any asshole does here on Earth, they get their comeuppance when they die. That's the system. Yeah. But some, I mean, but some some sinners, you know, some sinners sin, and they they should be despised as well. I'm not, not I wouldn't say the gay thing, right? I, I just don't care. I mean, that's to me, that's like the least interesting thing in the world. Who can, I mean, unless you are in some way attracted to somebody, why would you give a shit about how they get their rocks off? Whatever right. it is, it's their business. I don't care. I just don't care. Well, it's a and big I know, part I of this. Why people do. Well, I think a big part of this and why this has been accelerating, like somebody threw some lighter fluid on the flame mm-hmm. is because of the Internet and social media. I guess. Because is there any privacy left for no. even the most normal person? You know, not a celebrity, not a superstar athlete, not an actor, actress, whatever. Yeah. Most people are putting out way too much information. This is true. And this is why people look at that and be like, well, I'm judging you because you're putting this out there for everybody else to see. Mm. And I do think that changes the way people perceive things. And we know the human brain was never meant to have as much data as they are getting now with the internet this kind of data no and i talked about this on friday with my buddy gene when we were growing up we were totally disconnected from the rest of the world you know what your friends were doing you know you you probably knew uh, maybe a mile or two around your house like the back of your hand but beyond that it's like i don't know what's ever happening out there don't care don't know don't care not affecting me Mm -hmm. and now with these I don't believe that the stats show that there are indeed more school shootings and tragedies of that kind of ilk, but you hear about every last detail now when they happen. Except the manifesto. Right. Because we don't, we can't have the manifesto. We can't get to the truth of the numbers. And it appears that they are cherry picking some of the numbers. I pulled this clip, which I thought was, a little too coincidental that we had the shooting in the Chicago area. Was it a Christmas parade? Well, yeah, I think it was a Christmas parade or maybe it was a Halloween. No, I think Christmas where there was the shooting. And uh, so this is a woman who just happened to be involved in that was there when that happened. Also just happened to be in the Nashville area when this happened. And of course, had to go stand in front of microphones and yell because this affected her somehow and this is what she had to say aren't you guys tired of covering this aren't you guys tired of being here and having to cover all of these mass shootings i'm from highland park illinois my son and i survived a mass shooting over the summer i am in tennessee on a family vacation with my son visiting my sister-in-law I have been lobbying in D.C. since we survived a mass shooting in July. I have met with over 130 lawmakers. Okay, it was obviously the 4th of July parade that I was not remembering correctly. Okay. How is this still happening? How are our children still dying and why are we failing them? Okay, how is this still happening? It's like, well, because guns exist. And that's something that you can never get anybody from the left to have a rational discussion about. They believe, 
I guess that if a certain law was passed, all guns in the United States would disappear. I mean, except let's forget those, about the wait a minute, except those that officials have officials. Well, I mean, of course, you have to be able to protect yes. the politicians. Exactly. Those will those will always be around. So there'll always be guns there. So those will be able to be gotten, which just makes those folks. If you only have the guns in the hands of law enforcement in this magical, mythical world, well, then you put a target on every member of law enforcement because people are going to try to kill them to get their guns because the guns are going to now be the commodity. Because the people on the left somehow believe that making something against the law would stop it. I mean, we saw this in the war against drugs that this country has had over our whole lifetime, right? Yes, which has worked out beautifully. What are you talking about? Right. There's no I mean, drugs out there. There's None. no fentanyl coming over the border at all. No. But wait a minute. No. Somehow we missed the Tina clip that totally belongs with Kareen and, and, the, and the shooting and Joey's chocolate chip. Uh-oh. You got to play that Tina clip. Tina on one and only Joey. Joey, Joey Biden. So that thing that we have in the White House, that thing. <laughs> what? Don't you love that? That thing. That thing. That thing, <laughs> Joey, the thing, thing, the thing comes out yesterday and talks about fucking chocolate chip ice cream. I guarantee you he was briefed on what happened at that school. Well, yeah, of course he had to be. I mean, if he wasn't, this is dereliction of everybody around him for, for a shooting to happen. It's not like it happened when, you know, when George Bush was sitting in a classroom when 9-11 began. There was no way to brief him going in. This was hours before he was yes. going down there. So if like if nobody told him, well, then right. you would certainly have a lot of those folks to blame. But he forgot because that's what we're dealing with. We're Stop. Dealing with- that's where Tina's wrong. I often agree with Tina, but not here. He didn't forget. He doesn't give a fuck. Well, and, and here's the was- thing. What part of Joey's world when he's in front of cameras is not on the teleprompter yeah well it was like i'm sure you know somebody said hey joe do the do the do the you know i'm dr jill's husband gag and this that you know they 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 probably just like before assholes come out on fallon or kimmel you know they're all fucking coached and people think that's that's uh ad-libbed it's not almost every word is scripted that's what happened, you know, and so he was determined. I'm going to go out there and do my soft shoe, crack wise about chocolate chip ice cream. Say I'm Dr. Jill's husband because he doesn't give a fuck about anybody but himself and his punk son and his disgusting upholstery dress wearing wife. But don't you think that would all be on the teleprompter? Do you think he's ad-libbing anything or do you think he, he's just yeah. know the shtick so much that it, that part doesn't go yeah. on the teleprompter? Yeah, I mean, he's been doing the same fucking shtick for 50 years. True. Um, True. So, so yeah. Um, so, so, but he, but he, he just, he just, he was feeling like cracking wise and going out there and, and then, you know, I'll, I'll get to the teleprompter. I'll get uh, to he the didn't, dead didn't forget shit. He knew exactly what was going on and he just doesn't fucking care because that's the one thing people never seem to be able to get their hands around is realize this man at the core is a vicious prick. He is a fucking evil prick. And nobody seems to be able to grasp that he's evil. Now, when you see what's coming over the border and do nothing about it, when you see the children 
that are being raped and killed coming up into the United States because of Joey's open border policy. No, we're not concerned about that. Yeah. There is a certain amount of just, you have to not care to understand because there's one thing that's like, Hey, everybody come in. And I understand where those people are coming from that are like, Hey, this is a country of immigrants. I think everybody should be welcome. I understand the thinking. I don't agree with it, but I understand it. And 99.9% of those people, if they have a brain, when they're told how the system works, this is not something where if you're coming in from Mexico or anywhere south of Mexico and you're trying to get to the United States, you have to cross through country that is run by the Mexican cartels. You do not just get to walk free through Mexico into the United States. You have to go through an area that's controlled by a criminal organization that would just as soon rather kill you than take your money. They'll probably do both. And when you know that this open border, when people have it explained to them, well, okay, you want the open border, but here's what's happening to those people. They go, oh, wait, that's horrible. Maybe we should do something about that. But that's not what Joey does. He knows what's going on. He had, I mean, people know around him know what's going on. Allegedly. Well, you know, the people around him know. I don't know if he does. I don't know if Joey's brain is there enough for him to know. It waxes and wanes enough, but to to really, to really grasp the, the depth of his ambition of him as a political animal and nothing else, nothing else that transcends everything in his whoops. I, I just did a divorce. Wow. JCD in the mic. Yeah. <clears throat> that transcends everything in his fucking miserable life is his political career. You only have to realize that he used the death of his son. Okay. To, to leverage as, as leverage for his, his political career. When he, when he claimed that his kid was died in, in Iraq as a soldier, when in fact he, what he, I think he died of brain cancer. You know? Yes. But that's, that's how fucked up he is he would actually bend the facts <clears throat> surrounding his own son's death to make himself somehow more heroic that's how fucked up biden is well yeah, either way he's living in a delusion and it's a very dangerous delusion when you're the president of the united states the elder abuse okay jill biden the wife elder abuse no see yeah. okay tina 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 you can't say jill biden the wife you say jill biden mrs thing you see you got (laughs) mrs you're right we gotta send a note to tina on that uh you gotta gotta do thing and mrs thing that is way better than the wife i like that i like that demon rats democrats whatever the fuck you call yourselves that's elder abuse look at what we're dealing with he had the balls to talk about fucking chocolate chip ice cream okay i know he was fucking briefed the fuck out of here if you think anything different and you want to know something you want to jump on gun control it was a transgender hate crime that's what it was because you sick fucks are out there normalizing drag queen story hour and identifying as anything you fucking want and it's got to stop because you're abusing our kids motherfuckers fuck out of here amen that's a great point that you almost never see which is pulling out the hate crime if the right demographic is committing you very rarely hear it's a hate crime if it's a black on white crime 
Yep. I don't know if you've ever heard implied. Right. I don't know if you've ever heard it. If it was a, you know, gay, lesbian, transgender against a Christian school, that would lead me to believe, especially when there's a manifesto. Yeah. That it was a hate crime. Mm -hmm. And the hate crimes, we all know, even though all crimes should be hate crimes, when assholes want to start putting that category onto it, they do so in order to give a more harsh sentence. That's the only reason you add hate crime to anything is to give a more harsh sentence. But we're living in a time where these liberal DAs, they don't want to prosecute anybody but Donald Trump. Well, there's a, I think there's a, a deeper agenda than just being able to slap a harsher sentence on it. And that is to elevate one group above the other, because that's what it does. Okay. When right. Says, because you have hey, group X, group right. X does this to group Y and group Y is a victim and we're going to give a harsher penalty. Well, now group Y is for some reason more important than the general population, isn't it? Yes, it is. It's a, it's fucking bigotry on parade is what that is. It's like, shouldn't it go both ways? It's like, oh, okay. If it's a hate crime, if a, if a lunatic Christian, and there are some out there, go out and kill a bunch of transgender people, okay, if that's a hate crime, that's fine. But it's also a hate crime then when a trans- transgender person goes into a Christian school and kills a bunch yeah. of kids. Well, it's bullshit. There should be that. That was a, that was the beginning. You know, like you always say about uh, hate speech and the whole bullying thing. Right. It was just another device to to polarize and separate people and turn one group against the other. That's all it is. And that that's a it's a scurrilous phrase that never should have been created. There's just crime and violent. There's no such thing as a love crime. No, no. Hate crime is a bullshit thing, just like hate speech. It's a lie. It's what it is. And I'm very uh, straight on down the line. If you do the crime, you should do the time. I Absolutely. don't care who does it. No, doesn't matter. Doesn't fucking doesn't matter what the fuck the motivation is either. It's just it is what it is. Do you remember when justice was supposed to be blind and deaf and oh, all the others? Our friend Scott <laughs> Hill will have some words about that when you're ready to. Uh, well, let's jump into that because that is uh, that is absolutely okay. right. Well, he's dealing with. Uh, I mean, he's in New York, so he knows what's going on there with Trump, and we'll be interweaving these two uh, these two main topics that have been going on. Yeah, well, I think then uh, you're going to want to play the one that's uh, Scott on Bragg. That the problem he talks today, about Lady Justice. Oh, well, he should. Yes. Is that no one thinks before they take an action. Now, I didn't go to law school. But what I do know is that Lady Justice wears that blindfold for a fucking reason. And this fat fucking douchebag DA and the pussies around him just rip that blindfold off of that broad. And kids, she ain't ever putting that on again. These motherfuckers don't realize the can of sick, nasty worms they just opened up that can never be put back in that can. So dim the lights, raise the curtain, and sit back and watch the fucking shit show. Yeah, that's going on well beyond New York. Oh, yeah. We're seeing this in every major city at this particular point. Mm-hmm. Where, well, no, you're, you're black. No, we're not going to prosecute that white guys. Yeah. We'll prosecute you. Criminal. Yeah, I think he's, he's more specifically referring to the, uh, you know, the Trump indictment and the arrest tomorrow. Yes. Right? So 
So, I mean, when he's talking about the, the can of worms that he's opened up, and I think he's right. I mean, now, now every, every the, the, you know, the right is, is responding to that as they should. You know, it's like, well, okay, let's some Texas DA see if we can trump up some charges to slap Joey with. Let's fucking get him indicted. Perp walk him and mugshot him. So this is this might very well be Bragg might might be he might get the fame that he fucking desired by being the guy that started um, the, the t- total dissolution of the United States from this. It's entirely possible, I think. Well, yeah, it's the banana republicing of yeah. the United States to go yeah. after a former president. Now, if you were talking a murder charge or something like that, okay. But you're talking about hush money paid to somebody he allegedly had an affair with. Mm. Or let's remember Bill Clinton getting blowjobs in the White House. No, that was fine. Don't nothing yeah, to see and, here. And and I saw some fucking retard on Twitter actually say um, Bubba Clinton. And this going back, you know, 20 years now, I guess um, he wrote a check to uh, was it Paula Jones? Right. I, I think, think so. Yes. For, for 850 grand. Now, Trump's thing was seven years ago for 130. I don't know what made Paula so much more valuable, but I guess that was, uh, that had wormed its way through some type of a suit and it was, uh, it was a legal, um, uh, uh, you know, a judgment uh, by the courts that, that Billy Boy had to pony up to, uh, to, to calm down Paula Jones. Um, and some fucking idiot on Twitter actually says, well, that's completely different. That was, that was, that was legally mandated. <laughs> I mean, the fucking, the fucking pinheads on that, on that platform are just mind blowing. They're so stupid. Completely different. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. I'm, I'm still convinced that most are just there to cause issues, cause problems to, to troll in not a very, not a very, a high level way. Where well, I, I love their so many of them are bots. So many are, and are, are just paid operatives from the DNC. And right. they're just to overwhelm and make people just for, say, fuck it, I'm out of here. Well, because so enough people see somebody else say something, right? They're like, oh, that must be true. I believe that. Well, yeah, fuck face uh, our buddy boy Olbermann. I don't know if you have anything from him. <laughs> not uh, this week. I took a respite from Keith. Yeah, um, he, he was trending and he was, uh, he was screaming, uh, you know, right to, hey, at Elon Musk, you know, when, when are you going to throw this son of a bitch fast yourself? It's typical, tip, typical Keith the Queef behavior. I don't like what this guy said, so shut him up for me. You know, well, yeah, not- yourself, Keith. Roll, roll up your sleeve on your fucking noodle arms and clock him. Let's see you do that, pussy boy. Well, yeah, because <laughs> Keith asshole. is not just going against one or two people. He wants all of Fox News gone. He wants any oh, yeah. organization that yeah. dares to disagree with him. And you know what happens if you shut down Fox News, Glenn Beck, the uh, Breitbart of the world. Mm-hmm. If they're all gone tomorrow, you are literally in a communist regime and you get only the uh, people who look at Russia and like, well, they can't get any outside news. Like, well, what do you think we're getting here? And won't that get Keith's pin dick hard? Oh, he would. Will. He'd, he'd love it. He'd just, mm-hmm. We could just tell the Joe Biden line to everybody. Right. And maybe they'll believe it. But this, this concept that you can have at a state level district attorney haul a former president in on charges that are not, not, not anything that's ever going to be proven, I don't believe. And part of that reasoning is because those that are somewhat reasonable and rational, including Bill Barr, who is not a big fan of Donald Trump, but Bill Barr 
who knows a thing or two about the rule of law and everything else, had this to say about the indictment. Now, obviously, we don't have the indictment, so there's a little bit of speculation involved. But based on the news reports, if they're accurate, uh, this is an abomination. It's the epitome of the abuse of prosecutorial power uh, to bring a case that would not be brought against anyone else. Uh, They are going after the man, not a crime. Mm. And the legal theory, uh, frankly, is pathetically weak. The case is held together by, you know chicken wire and and uh, uh, paper clips and rubber bands it's it's a lousy case it's uh and uh it's it's a shame uh it's a shameful episode in our history where this local prosecutor is trying to affect the political process by bringing this uh case and i think that's right it is right but i'll make a prediction here and i will say that he will be convicted of whatever this is because New York is such a festering sewer of commie shit that just the fact that the yeah, I know is they say he can indict a ham sandwich, but it, it's 80% voted for for Joey. Okay. Do you think they'll have any problem whatsoever of finding 12 assholes who'll say who will say yes, he's guilty? No. No. So it will he will be convicted. That's what I think. Which and I, that's where I would disagree with Barr. He says it's such a it's such a weak case. No, no, Billy boy. Well, <laughs> the strength or weakness of a case depends on the impartiality of a fucking jury. And you're not going to find that in New York City. I believe you're absolutely right. But the minute that would come down, I don't even know if there would be a faster path between that verdict and the Supreme Court, because it would be in the Supreme Court immediately and they will hear it. They have so, to. Yeah. And if that gets thrown out, then you really get to the banana republicing of this country. Right. Because you're like, well, we had the state. We had this. We had a trial. We had this. Oh, they found him guilty. But no, that was all bullshit. But then, you know, there has to be if if that goes as the way you say, and I think you're right, um, so there has to be consequences for a piece of shit like Alvin Bragg. Yes. You don't get to fucking use the system as your personal billy club douchebag now you go to fucking jail because you abuse the system he has to wear a fucking orange jumpsuit and eat shit day in and out yeah well we're seeing this is the problem that when's the last time you heard that somebody went to prison for perjury Mm. nobody cares about you can you know people are going in front of a judge they are sworn in they lie and later are proven to be lying never at this point is anybody are anybody is never is anybody put into jail yeah. for perjury at this point it's running rampant the whole legal system is basically failing because we have the DAs like Alvin Bragg who violent mm-hmm. crime in New York we don't want to prosecute that but this happened what 7 years ago and yeah. maybe Donald Trump might have paid some money to somebody to keep keep quiet but that's that we're really focused on there's no question, yeah. as Bill Barr said, they're going after not the crime. They're going after the man. And that is certainly not yes. the way this legal system was set up. This is a great time to hit Scott's uh, Scott's take on Clinton. It's very germane. Which, uh, well, of course, because the Clintons, I mean, they're, they're yeah. good folk, you know. Yeah. Today's fuck you trophy. Wait, today's fuck you trophy? Wait, is there actually a trophy? 
I guess there is. <laughs> That's okay. There's the lot that probably will be the uh, title for today's episode. Fuck you. Trophy. I like that. Yeah. Fuck you. Trophy. Oh. And uh, I want to see the trophy. Yeah. Can somebody please send Scott a microphone? Please. Uh, you know, it's, I don't know why. Tell me something. Why do people feel compelled to do their videos while driving in their automobiles. I can see sitting in the automobiles. I've recorded shows in my fucking car when I can't find quiet. Okay, I get that. But why when you're driving? Why? I don't know. It seems dangerous. And that is one of the... Now, I don't like most laws when they come out here in Illinois. But I believe they just passed one that said if you're on social media or live streams or whatever while driving and you have your you know, whatever screen on that is now a crime, which it should be good. I'm all for that. People are stupid. They distracted driving. And we'll get to that too about the, Oh no, all of a sudden more kids are being killed with guns than, than cars like lie, lie. That bridge at the thought of Donald Trump, because you think he's a sensible, converted, sleeps with porn stars, pay them off. He's slimy. (laughs) You're the same motherfuckers. When Bill Clinton comes on TV or walks into a room, you wet your panties and you stand there and awe. He's so charismatic. He lights up a room when he walks in. He's charming and he's so handsome. I love him. Well, you know that this piece of shit stuck a big, fat, smoky cigar up a 20-year-old's hoo in the Oval fucking office. So... He's got a point. Yeah. So, and that what's what you didn't hear was at the end he just flips the bird into the camera. That was kind of that rustling sound. He's just giving giving the finger to the uh, the Clintonites, which reminded me of a story I heard years ago when I was working for a very famous prestigious magazine, and there was a uh, there was a, a kind of a you know an offsite thing at uh, the Trendoid uh, fashionable La Quinta Resort just uh, outside of Palm Springs, and the guest speaker. Uh, of this thing was a, was a very famous uh, political author. And uh, I was sent to the airport to retrieve her and bring her back to the hotel. And this other guy came along who had done it that duty a couple of years prior. And uh, his guest that he was picking up was the not yet president, still governor of Arkansas, Bill Clinton. Ooh. Okay. And so it was, I guess maybe a 20 minute trip, whatever it was. And we're driving along, and I said, so you, you, you gave a Billy a ride? He said, yes, I did. I said, you have any uh, anecdotes about that? He said, yes, I do. Now, Palm Springs is a, uh, is a, is a spring break destination out here for colleges. And at the, you know, I guess it's about a week, whatever, whenever the fuck it is. <laughs> it's just crawling with college kids, and they're all drunk and crazy, and it's, wonder- it's wonderful. He told me as he stopped, I think it was on Indian Wells Drive, and I forget the cross street which is the main drag in Palm Springs. Um, there was just a parade of uh, hot, pointy-looking co-eds crossing in front of uh, the limo. And Clinton turned to this guy and said, man, don't you just love that college-age pussy? I mean, that seems like it would be right on par for uh, Bill. Yeah. And this was pre this is pre uh, Lewinsky, uh, Lewinsky. Yeah. Um, you know, and so there you go. And so <laughs> take that for 
for what it's worth. But yeah, people, people revere that asshole as some type of paragon of virtue. He's a douchebag. Well, I think there is something to be said that the country has fallen away from religion, as has Ireland, which I was kind of surprised. Has Ireland? That. Yeah. Oh, that, I mean, the numbers bad. have like halved over the last mm-hmm. couple of decades of people that regularly go to church and yeah. in the concept of politicians and morality has been around for a long time. And I think for years and years, everybody always thought that they wanted a president. Well, that was, yeah, that they, that would go to the moral high ground, but somehow still do what Mm -hmm. needs to be done. Yeah. And I think since Bill Clinton, that's all just off the table. I guess it is. And, um, you know, it's funny thing you should say that because I, I did, uh, pretty, let's see a four state swing through the South. And, uh, what I noticed down there, there's one stretch we were in, um, Let's see, uh, Tallahassee, and I on a out less than a half mile stretch of road, I I counted six churches, six. Okay, religion is big down there, and the unquestionably crime is lower. People are much nicer. Okay, they really are. Um, there's you don't feel the uh, the the anxiety level that you do. I'm sure I know in LA and I'm sure that you do, uh, you know, honking around Chicago and any of these, any of these places that are, that are leftist enclaves, which are largely very much atheistic. Right. And as Clinton's, uh, uh, slogan was for his, uh, I don't know whether his first or second election, which I think was coined by that fucking reptile Carville. Yeah. Well, yeah. James it, Carville. Yeah. It was, it's the economy, stupid. Right. Well, this time, it, it, if you look at the state, the current state of America, um, really, it's the religion, stupid. That's, that's, the, that's the, the demarcation between who you want to hang around with and who you don't. And I'm not a particularly religious person. I, I think I'm kind of spiritual, <laughs> but uh, I'm not really. But, but it certainly has an effect on the people because they're not completely focused uh, on, on this world. They know that, uh, you know, there might be something else around the corner when it's lights out. So maybe it should be a little bit nicer now. Whereas on the other side of that fence, it's just, Hey, I'm going to get mine. I'm going to sharpen my teeth to razor points, elbow you and fuck everybody. I can, because you know, he who dies with the most uh, votes (laughs) or toys wins. That's their attitude. And I want to get the fuck away from those kind of people because they are hideous. Oh yeah. Self-centered, narcissistic. Yes. And as we've learned, from you, I don't know if you coined the term, the corporate God providers. Yes, I did coin that term. Thank you. It's absolutely right. And everybody should go back and listen to all those old sinner Sundays. You say you're not religious, but you're preacher Larry. You got True. the Lariats. Brother Larry, no question. Yeah. And there is a disconnect now mm-hmm. where people are not taught, well, the golden rule. Do unto no. others as you would like done unto you. That's no longer mm-hmm. out there. For anybody yeah. that does not believe in an afterlife, then what is the reason why you should do that kind of a concept here on earth? There is none. Right. It's like, no. you're no, this is a, this is like a video game. You want the highest <laughs> score, no matter who you have to trample on your way over. And I think that is a huge reason why. We have the problems that we do now. This is why going back decades, when I first started watching 
Glenn Beck when he hit Fox, which I think is like 20 years ago now. Yeah, sure. He was talking about the war on religion. And people were like, ah, you're crazy. No, he was right. I think he has been proven to be 100% correct. We're seeing that now yep. when a trans person goes in and shoots up a Christian school and the White House spokeshole comes out and says, well, we stand with the trans community. I'm like, wait, yep. you want more Christian kids to get killed? What are you saying? It's probably exactly what she's saying. It may be, but it's like, if you're going to have that war, you better be very careful. Mm-hmm. You better be very careful. It was like a uh, article I saw, a study on study finds one of these websites that always has some kind of polling data that they're releasing. And it was Taylor Swift. Her overall fan base is a majority white and whatever else it was. And I'm looking at the data and about 15% of her fan base was black. And I'm like, you do realize that's about what it is in the country, right? So yeah, that pencils out, doesn't it? It kind of seems like the big story here would be Taylor Swift's demographic is all over, not yeah. predominantly white. It's like, but, but yeah. you can lie with statistics. Ryan yes. Bemrose, the fabulous Ryan Bemrose will explain that one to you. <laughs> you can lie with statistics very oh, easily. Sure. And we'll get into that in a second too, because I've got some CDC data, but I've heard maybe it was Bill Barr. There was one of these uh, talking heads that actually believed that what's going on with Donald Trump now with the Alvin Bragg bid and being indicted mm-hmm. is actually being funded by the Democrats because they believe that it will get him the GOP nomination, that this is being done to help Donald Trump get the GOP nomination for the next presidential cycle because they believe they have a much better chance of beating him than they do DeSantis. Do you believe that at all? I saw that. And was it, was it Barr that said, Barr that said that, right? It might've been, I'm thinking it was, was but I can't say with a hundred percent certainty. I think, I think it was Barr that said that. Yeah. Um, I don't, I mean, now you're back in the 4d chess zone, Right. right? Yes. Um, um, I, I don't know. Uh, it, it, <laughs> I, are they that good? I, I don't know. I, I really don't know. Um, I can't say maybe, I mean, it, it depends. I mean, Trump is, uh, he certainly damaged goods, but I, I don't think that anybody that voted for Trump in the first place is going to give a fuck right. about Alvin Bragg and his kangaroo court. So, well, he's allegedly raised millions of dollars since this indictment came out. Mm-hmm. and. You're, you know, again, I don't know what you can believe because there's bots and all this other crap, but it seems like there is a bit of a groundswell of people saying, you know, I was not going to vote for Donald Trump, but this is pushing me over the edge because now I believe that the other side is just screwing with them. And once you get to that point, if you push it a little bit too far, Mm -hmm. then people go, well, wait, maybe all of this stuff you've been saying is bullshit. Yes. And that's where you maybe even lose some of the people that were originally on your side. Mm-hmm. And you're right. It is like 4d chess. And I don't think the Democrats are that smart. Mm-hmm. And it all is going to come down to if Donald Trump really wanted to do what was best for the country. I believe he should still act as lightning rod, pretend he's going to run. And then at the last minute go, nah, not interested. And throw his weight behind DeSantis. Yes. I think that would be the, the the greatest shot of of a landslide of success. I agree. 
Yes. Yes. It would make sense mm-hmm. because that would be, yeah. everything would be erased from Donald Trump, the person. And it mm-hmm. is, everybody wants to pretend that the presidential elections are something more grandiose than a reality television show with people calling in to, you know, vote somebody off the Island. It's the same thing. (laughs) Yes. You know, it's all entertainment and people don't even realize the effect that the president has on the world around them. I mean, I don't think most people understand that the economy went south because Joe Biden immediately went to war with the fossil fuel industry on day one, or that he pulled out a bunch of the Trump era presidential orders on the border and made things a thousand times worse there immediately. Yes. They're like, Oh no, the president doesn't have much control. And okay. For some things he does not Mm -hmm. or she there. I'm assuming there will eventually be a she president or maybe Bill Clinton. Did Bill Clinton, uh, identify as a sheep by any chance uh <laughs> well epstein had a uh, had a oil painting of billy and drag in his uh, mansion in new york if you that's recall. true that is true so who knows maybe it's very possible and i don't give that much credit to the democrats to be like no they know what they're doing that they're going to push donald trump to win yeah because i think you risk putting so much behind him in the average person's mind that they're like, well, he's the only one that's not a part of this totally corrupt cabal. So we want to elect him. And I think there's a lot of people, you know, I think the Democrats, the strategist Carvel, I think maybe his words may be coming back that it's the economy stupid. That may be the main thing in this next presidential election. And if that's allowed to be, then I don't understand how any Republican doesn't run away with it, whoever it may be. Because the economy uh, maybe, is bad. I, the economy is terrible, but, it, uh, but there's such, you know, people have become so dumbed down, so stupid that uh, there's, a, there's vast portions uh, of, the, um, of the electorate out there that really don't give a fuck. They, they, I mean, th- think of it this way. You know, when, <laughs> when people complain about Trump, you know, the, the logical answer is, well, what do you hate most about him? Was it the peace or the prosperity? Right. Okay. And the guy delivered that for four years. This fucking imbecile has destroyed the economy, plunged us into a war, taken us to the, to the, the, the threshold of World War III. He's fucked everything up. And still, they, his, his people love him it's true because, because they think he's a decent man, a decent man. And that they don't give a fuck. And I always want to say to these, these imbeciles, you know, if you, if you needed, um, you know, open heart surgery and you had your choice between a guy that was a, a, a sleazebag whoremaster who uh, never paid his alimony um, and, and just was a, a morally reprehensible guy, but, but he's the single greatest fucking surgeon on the face of the earth or some ham-fisted fucking retard who couldn't cure ham but is a very upright, moral guy. Right. Who are you going to pick? See what they say because that's the way people should sh- select their presidents. I don't give a fuck what... What, what, who, who Trump is screwed doesn't matter. Does he get the job done? Well, any politician, is he competent? Has he got America's best interest at heart? Well, that's my guy. Yeah. 
I don't mean, care if he's decent or not. In fact, in some cases, it's a good thing if, he, if he's not, if he can be kind of, you know, because the, the rest of the world theater, they're not decent either. And, and so you had to get to know what the fuck is going on, you know, you know, with Donald Trump. I mean, one of the two women was a Playboy Playmate of the Year. Most guys are like, well, yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Wasn't Monica Lewinsky. I mean, no, no offense. I mean, he's not <laughs> horrible or looking or anything, but they yeah, can't compare. Yeah. You know, this is, again, the concept that the right person for the job should be the one doing the job. And it. Right. The, but, the criteria. But they don't want that. No. You know, the whole idea of meritocracy is is dead. So no matter how much people are paying for a dozen eggs or a gallon of gasoline or whatever the fuck it is, it's just, I mean, look at, look at the way corporate America now functions. Nobody gives a fuck whether the product is good anymore is it's, are they woke enough? Are they saving the planet? Yeah. I'll buy any shit just as long as it's sustainable shit. That's the way these fucking idiots think. Yeah. And it makes no sense. I mean, every time I go to the target website, it's still the first thing. Oh, black owned business. It's like, that doesn't make any sense to point that out to anybody. Let the product target is a black owned business. No, they're not. But the top category, when you go to buy anything from target, the top category you can choose would be something made by a black owned business. Oh, I see. Which it's like, wouldn't just the best product be what you want? Doesn't matter. Who cares who owns the business? How about the best product is what gets sold? Yeah. But and, see, so that's so you just you just amplify that to the political, um, uh, you know, th- theater. And there's your answer. Yes. Well, and can right. you imagine if Target, Walmart, Amazon had a tab white owned business? <laughs> right. Not good. Yeah. That would be the most racist <laughs> thing ever. And I don't understand why it doesn't count both ways. Mm. Because if you're looking to help people shop in a racist manner, well, then tell us who everybody is owned by yeah, whatever. Give, let's see the full menu. And it's like, I don't care who, uh, and when it, like you said, when it comes down to doctors, mm-hmm. the uh, original retina guy that I had, which really kind of screwed up my eye. Well, he was Chinese. Okay. And the guy that's really good, he's uh, Pakistan, I believe. Mm-hmm. The guy who did my root canal, best root canal the redo that I ever had. He was uh, Pakistani or Indian, I believe. Great okay. doctor. I'd go back to him in a heartbeat. Sure. Like my uh, main doctor is Yugoslavian. Right. You know, this again, who cares? It shouldn't fucking matter. You know, some years ago, my, my wife had what's called an ectomic, ectopic pregnancy, which can kill you very quickly. Very dangerous con- situation. And her OBGYN, um, he was a great guy. He, he, you know, looked at her. You know, um, with no appointment, like she, she basically in those days, you could call up a doctor and say, hey, my, my, my wife needs attention now. And this guy's like, OK, get her right in here. It wasn't fucking digital shit. Right. You know, yeah. click here for an appointment. Um, and this guy looked at her and goes, whoa, this is what you've got. Um, you need surgery. I'm going to assemble a team. Boom. Right. And within an hour, she's, you know, she's on a gurney and they're wheeling her in. And there was I couldn't believe it. But there was like six people surrounding her. Okay. And I was out of my mind with anxiety. And I looked at this crew of people. It, it looked like a Benetton ad. I mean, it was, a, it was a complete United Nations. There was every conceivable, there was, you know, like you said, I, I kind of saw Indian faces and, and, and uh, Middle Eastern and black and everything. And I looked at every one of those faces and I, all I wanted to see, the only thing I cared about was competence. Yes. 
Were they good at what they did? I didn't give a fuck what their color was or the shape of their eyes or any of it. And they were. And she, you know, they took care of her. She came out of there in about an hour. No ill effects, no after effects. And I wanted to fucking buy every one of them a, a Rolls Royce had, I, you know, but I did thank every one of them, hugged every one of them personally. And they were fantastic people. And this is how the world should work. And these fucking assholes have fucked that up with, with what they really are. They really are racist. They really are bigots. Okay. That's what they've done. Yeah. We are in the world that uh, Chris Rock and the clip we brought the last episode you know, back in the good old days, if somebody wanted your job, they had to work harder than you. Exactly. Now they just have to say you did something or you said something stupid. Yeah. That's it. And that is not a better world. This concept of raising one group up over another is not good because it's not good for the group you're doing it to. It is nefarious when you think about it. When you have a whole bunch of people that are raised to be a victim class and to be like, well, you know, you really can't compete with this other group here. So we're just going to give you money and housing and everything else. Cause we, we, you just don't worry about it. Yeah. And it's like, that's horrible. That is absolutely horrible. But yeah. we'll circle back here to the, the woman who was still going off about <laughs> the, yeah. the guns in front of the, oh, yes. the Nashville school. That. Hey, that's okay. It's a big fabric we have. We're pulling on today. It's a tapestry. Yeah. How is this still happening? How are our children still dying? And why are we failing them? Gun violence is the number one killer of children and teens. It has overtaken cars. Now that I don't believe is true. It's not true. And I went and looked at the stats because the CDC does have a website, believe it or not. Mm -hmm. And the wonder.cdc.gov is where I went. And I tried putting a bunch of different things in to get the data to spit out. And maybe if they're looking at one year, because the data that they have in there is from uh, 2021, 2019 and 18. So there's a looks like a four year amount of data that this was searching through when it came to the cause of death. And it was the most interesting thing to me is when I broke it down by ages. Well, one, if you leave the under one demographic in there, then you'll see, because I'm assuming it's abortions because there's tens of thousands of, uh, of those. Mm. And it's like, oh, well, maybe we should uh, talk about that a little bit, but okay, we're maybe. not, we're not here for that. But that again, you ask yourself why religion is being thrown to the wayside. Mm, there's a big effect on those who have religion and have abortion. There's a connection, no question about it. But when you break this down, the 15 to 19 year olds, it would appear the number one cause of death is firearm. But this to me is also, I'm raising my hand as the student going, so you're including all of the gang warfare in the United States in these numbers as what is affecting the country without saying it's the gang warfare. And let's also explain that the gang warfare continues to get worse because of those assholes like Alvin Bragg in New York and Kim Fox here in uh, Cook County and whoever you got in uh, Gascon. Gascon. Yeah. Shit. Mm -hmm. They don't, go after the gangbangers. Yeah. Thus well, like the murders go up. 
I'd like to see that chart from the CDC with a geographic overlay. And yes. Garen fucking T. The, the hot spots would be uh, leftist urban areas. And that's, that's, exactly. that's where that's going on. I believe that is 100% correct. If you take those areas out, you're like, well, all of a sudden. Yeah. All of a sudden. Yeah. It really drops down. When it comes down to, you know, you got all a bunch of 15 to 19 years. That's they've got the guns. And then even in the 15 to 19, it is injured in an unspecified motor vehicle accident. That's about 4,176 to 7,700. So there definitely was more when it came to firearms, but there's a lot other of the other age ranges where it's just way down, way down, which leads me to believe this isn't people coming in and shooting up a school. It again is kids shooting each other. And I say kids because we're in our fifties here and this is between the 15 to 19 year olds. It's like, well, that sure you can say they're children, but you know, that is 18 and 19 are technically an adult. And right. you have the gang bangers in there and there's a mm-hmm. lot of gang crime yeah. in the area. So, I mean, this is what they want to push. Sure. That, well, no, no, it's, it's overtaking the vehicular, mm-hmm. homo- you know, not homicides, accidents and that. And it may be close, but mm-hmm. even if it's close, when's the last time you heard anybody having outrage? about texting and driving never never i would say also if they if they extracted gun deaths from the equation and just made it the the overall murders the murder rate i could bet a lot that the highest murder rate would be 15 to 19 year olds because they're fucking crazy oh yeah oh by far that's when people are most hot they don't think the brains aren't fully developed and that's that's just by any means, baseball, bat, fist, knife, whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. Right. Because when you're in that age range, it was 9.1 per 100,000. That was the rate. Wow. Which is crazy. Yeah. But when you move down the line and get past the 15 by 19 and you have... The suicide rate is 1.1 from that 15 to 19. But then when you get beyond that, there's a couple of one to four who were drowned. So drowning and being young, that's there. Um, More self-harm. Here's the next one assaulted by other in unspecified firearms. So 10 to 14 is 0.8 per 100,000. As opposed to. Yeah. That and I want to stop you a second, since you mentioned suicide, and I heard Dvorak say something that certainly resonated with me, and that was when he was a kid growing up, he knew, uh, knew no kids, zero, that committed suicide. What was your experience, Tanner? I don't, yeah, I don't remember any. I none. do not remember any. Absolutely there was fucking lutely none. There was one girl I went to junior high with that was killed waiting for the bus by a car that ran off the road that was it sure yeah yep now suicide i believe as i talked about in my last random thoughts which was also a couple of weeks ago that i looked at the statistics and the suicide rate for youngsters was coming down steadily 
until it hit 2007 and then it bounced and started going up and has been going up ever since. And I pointed out that 2007, gee, what happened? Oh, the very first smartphone was introduced. Boom. You don't think there's wow. a connection? That's Come a on. hell of a, that's a hell of a, a discovery there, Darren. But is anybody talking about that? No, 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 because there's trillions involved in smartphones, not billions, trillions. So nobody's going to talk about that. Or as you said, texting while driving. Yes. And that is the intentional self-harm for the 15 to 19, four per hundred thousand. So about half of wow. the homicide, mm -hmm. which is still a crazy number when you look at it. Yeah. But no, we don't want to talk about the, we, we just want to talk about guns again, because people believe that some magical wand is going to be waved. Mm -hmm. And let's just pretend we could do this, Larry. I can press a button right now and every gun, except of course, those protecting the politicians disappears from the United States immediately. How long do you think it is before guns coming in? Because if we stop the production of guns here, you know, they still make guns elsewhere, right? <laughs> I mean, that they do. there's other countries that are, producing, <laughs> uh -huh, that are producing guns. So it's like, you don't think yeah. those Russian guns are going to come in and those, uh, you know, German yeah. guns. I mean, this is insanity to think that you can make guns disappear. And it's insanity to go after a tool when you should be going after the person that commits the crime. Because you're going to tell me that this trans activist nut job who had a manifesto who went and killed a bunch of kids at a Christian school. If they had no access to guns, they weren't going to come up with a different way to do this. They weren't going to take, run a bunch of kids down with their car. And what's the difference sure. between six people being dead with a gun or six people being run over by a car? Yeah. Well, no, the guns are what's bad. It's like, this is the insanity of this kind of stuff because it's not, and I know I shouldn't look for logic because these people have no logic. They're like, oh no, we, we could just make them all illegal because like drugs, yeah. nobody will be able to get them then. Drugs are illegal. And again, you know, people are, are hailing the, um, the Nashville PD. And I even did a post myself. I said that um, um, the Uvalde police department should be forced to wear French made outfits. <laughs> and do chores for the Nashville PD for the rest of their lives. And I, I mean that from the bottom of my heart. I absolutely, I'm not even, I mean, it's funny, but I absolutely mean that because they were such scurrilous, disgusting, cowardly pussies. And Nashville did do a great job, but they did only the job as good as humanly possible and that they neutralized that psychotic. It took them 14 minutes. Right. 14 minutes. Wouldn't have been better if somebody had been on site we knew how to shoot and could have taken that person out. Yes. And I have a clip that we'll, we'll maybe, cover that maybe even before they got to anybody, because she did shoot her way through the fucking front door. Right. That's kind of a clarion call. Hey, shit's on the <laughs> way. You know, yes. you know, it wasn't, it was, it was not a stealthy attack. Okay. It took them 14 minutes to get there and I'm not throwing any shade on them. I'm sure they did the best they possibly could. And those guys were fucking cool. God bless them and their toxic masculinity. All right. But still, the, 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 nobody's handling handling this correctly. They're really not. No, and we do have their uh, a New York congressman gets into that with somebody, and I've got that clip. Oh, too. that fucking asshole, uh -huh. that fucking brain jackass. Oh yeah, you know, we're paying him, you know, two hundred thousand dollars a year to scream in somebody's face. Nonsense! What a fucking idiot. Yeah, we got Bowman. that. Is that the one you're talking about? Um, yes, Bowman, James Bowman. Bowman. 
or Jamal yeah. Bowman. I'm sorry. And yeah. Uh, yeah, so we'll get to that. But let's finish this one up here. Assault weapons are contributing to the border crisis and fentanyl. Well, OK, wait. Assault what? weapons are contributing okay. to the border crisis and fentanyl. I mean, this is again, this is allegedly a woman who is a part of a mass shooting here in the Chicago area who just happened to be on vacation down in Nashville. I'd like the details on how she survived a mass shooting. I really, you know, I like some background on that. And the people that use this then to make themselves mm-hmm. well, like Al Gore, you know, with the, oh, with the planet as a temperature. Yeah, yeah I don't know right. what. Uh, yeah, this is like Tom Brokaw, you know, helicopter fire. Or not Brokaw. Um, what the hell is his name? The other guy. Yeah, I know who you're talking um, about. Um, the con- um, he wasn't there. What's it? Yeah, he wasn't there, and, and, and no, Hill Clinton. She also came into a hot zone under helicopter fire. And I, I like. I think we need some details. You know, there were like somebody did a, a kind of a, a research on the number of people who claimed to have escaped nine eleven. You know, and it was like an entire other fucking city. It was like if if you would dump the you know the population of Chicago into New York on that day, you know, because who's to prove it otherwise? Right. Um, you can't necessarily um, say. Yeah. And it's yeah. rude to claim that somebody was not part of that. Um, but with this uh, shooter in Nashville, mm-hmm. I heard somewhere and I have not been able to corroborate this. I'm sure maybe somebody has or seen this from a verifiable source, but that this person showed up at another school first, but there was police or security. So they did mm-hmm. not breach that school. That's where they went to this other school, mm-hmm. which would say everything you need to know about gun-free zones uh-huh yeah we are arming cartels with our guns and our goose loose gun laws wait a minute stop stop no that was a, a holder eric holder was arming cartels with our guns yeah oh yeah that's the true lady yeah, we encourage that. that it was the name of that fucking thing it's a stupid name like uh operation oh what was that fast called? and furious or something was fast that? and furious yeah. these, these these fucking g-man imbeciles the other one crossfire hurricane yeah i like that that's isn't that a mick jagger leak yeah we use that the rolling stones lyric yeah crossfire hurricane that sounds cool we all look like fucking chooches with yellow letters on our navy windbreakers what but a bunch of fucking assholes this idiotic woman wants you to believe that the mexican drug cartels would not have guns if not for the United States. That's right. It's all us. Really? Yeah. yeah. Really? Because Mexico doesn't have any guns, I guess. Yeah. You can't get them anywhere but here. It's amazing. And these shootings and these mass shootings will continue to happen until our lawmakers step up and pass gun safety legislation. But we don't enforce the legislation we have now. Right. And the cities that have the most drastic legislation have the highest gun crimes. So what is passing more law? This is the insanity of doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. Yeah, but they just, I mean, they're, they're idiots and they just want, they want John Q citizen disarmed because like I said, it, it bothers them. It makes them feel, you know, it makes them feel inferior. So, and I think some of these people believe it though. And that's the sad thing. Cause it's like, this is, you get what you want. You're going to see yeah. in, blood red flowing down the streets that you were a moron mm. like oh if we could only just get rid of all the guns oh yeah you're taking the guns out of the hands of law-abiding citizens is never going to be a good idea and one it's not going to happen as long as there is the constitution and right. there was a story the other day again about how much 
or how many times law-abiding gun owners took down a bad guy. And the news media ignores those stories. Of course they do. Always. There was a O'Reilly Auto Shop or something here at 91st and something on the south side of Chicago this past weekend where somebody went in and tried to rob the place, had a gun. Turned out that the store manager they were trying to rob had a FOID card legally carrying a gun, shot the guy. Now, that's what should happen every time somebody tries to go rob a store, because then they would think twice. Yes. If there's were actual repercussions for what you do, which, again, this should normally be the law enforcement community and then the D.A. being able to charge those people and say, well, yeah, if you go in and try to rob a store, you're going to jail. And that's usually should have been enough of a stick saying, don't do that. But it's even better if you walk into a place and somebody shoots you. It is. It's a hell of a deterrent. Yes. I know. I certainly would be like, I'm going to think twice before doing that. I'm pretty sure this was an unsecured weapon. No, see that it wasn't. I'm pretty sure this was an unsecured weapon. No, no, because this idiot was still going by the fact that the original reports were like, this is a teenager. And it wasn't. This is why you don't believe anything until it's been verified, lady. That this teenager got a hold of. Oh, not a teenager, not a teenager and not an unsecured weapon. We can't even pass gun safety, like safe storage laws in this country to protect kids from getting a hold of weapons that they shoot each other with. Aren't you guys tired of this? Because most of the kids shooting each other, they just somehow got access to a gun. They didn't mean to shoot each other. That's the story we're hearing here. Yeah. You guys sick of it? We have to do something. We all have to call our lawmakers and we all have to make our lawmakers make change now. Or this is going to keep happening and it's going to be your kid and your kid and your kid and your kid next. Who is this pinhead speaking to? The media. So she ran in front of the media who was there to cover this story in Nashville. And she just went on to that whole bloviating rant that she she was involved in a shooting herself. This was putting herself in front of the cameras. This is a media whore who is spewing out democratic talking points yeah and not understanding the legitimacy of the situation not understanding what's actually going on i had so much wrong you know if this was a teenager who got an unsecured gun no it wasn't it was a 28 year old or whatever she was he was and they bought their own guns so this is i think uh, adam and john were talking about this they said they're not really technically crisis actors and was it Adam had a term for it was like a crisis agitator or something, but they're paid by the anti-gun lobby to inject themselves into these atrocities to get their, you know, that I believe. Yes. Right. And that's who, that's who this broad probably is. Yeah. Had to run, had to get these things out there because we can't even pass safe storage laws. Right. And this is the same kind of stuff. It's like one, if you have a young child in the home, yeah, I shouldn't leave a loaded gun out. No, that, that seems to be just common sense. Yeah. You can make a law, but you're never going to enforce that law unless the kid gets access to the gun and somebody dies. And that's not really helping save anybody because you can't help parents being morons. So you can say it's against the law. But by the time you find, how are you going to enforce that one? 
It's like me saying, Larry, you have to keep your milk on the third shelf of your refrigerator. That's a law. Okay. Well, how does anybody get to know where your fucking milk is? You know, it's <laughs> there'll, a, be, there'll be there'll be refrigerator inspectors, hire an army of them, and give them UBI. That'll be what they'll do for the UBI. How about yes, we refrigerator go, inspectors. Like, Fuck, they had them in San Francisco. They hired the fucking dregs to go around and, and comb through people's garbage cans to make sure they were recycling. The fuck, do it nationally. That's right. I can't wait for that one to be like, milk, please. Yeah. Oh, it's coming, you know. <laughs> yeah. You know, and these are the same assholes that want the safe storage law for everybody. So I live alone. I don't have a wife, but okay. If you live alone, you got a spouse. My wife has a FOID card. I've got a FOID card. We both got our nine millimeter. Now to tell us that legally you must lock up your gun in a different place than your ammunition. Then when some fucking asshole come breaks into our house at 3 a.m., Sure. Well, could you just wait a minute while I go yeah. and uh, assemble what I need to shoot your ass? Right. Thanks. Right. Let me open the safe. Then let me uh, uh, put a clip in the in the uh, gun. And, and then, oh, oh, oh wait, I, I got to do the trigger guard now too. Right. That is a lock on it. Just just hold off there. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah. And, and I'm with you. If a parent allows their child access to a loaded firearm, and that kid comes under some kind of harm or death. The parents should be held accountable. Well, Adam Lanza's mama was, wasn't she? He shot her first. Well, <laughs> there you go. That's one way to do Again, there's the yeah. unintended consequences. But yeah, this uh, New York Congressman Jamal Bowman. Oh, yeah. And I pulled this. It's like three and a half minutes. So scream at any time. But I cleaned it up as well as I could mm. because this guy just seems to be as worthless a Congress critter as you can get. Ask them about gun violence. What are they doing about it? Nothing. They don't have the courage. They're cowards. A nine-year-old, three nine-year-olds. Are they going to those funerals? No. Now, does he go to all the funerals for all the gangbangers who die and all the the people that die in Chicago and New York and L.A.? Yeah. And... And I think the the video that I saw of this, I, I assume this is the same clip, is this guy looks like he's pretty large. He's definitely yes. north of 300 pounds. I'd say he's, you know, well over six feet as well. He's exploding out of his suit. And he is uh, he is screaming in the face. I mean, like right in the nose to nose with some, some other guy. And this is his big moment uh, to get some TV coverage, clearly. They never go to the funerals. They never go to the scene of the mass shootings. And it's not just in schools. It's in black and brown communities every day. Well, he's right about that. But nobody talks about that. No. I have yet to see anybody be outraged and talk about the amount of black and brown people being killed in Chirac. Mm -hmm. I don't know why. And the answer is always going to be the same. If you would get the people that are doing the shootings off the street and not be like, oh, well, one, we're not, we, they're, they're really, when it comes down to it, it's like the Christians here were the aggressors to the trans. Well, we can't put those folks in jail. No, we can't hold them on bail. It's rude to hold them on bail. We'll let them out so they can go shoot some more folks. Yeah. It makes no sense because if you would just enforce the laws on the books, you'd be 90% of the way there. Hard to do with uh, defunded cops. That's true. 
gun trafficking, guns coming in, killing innocent people. Ask them every day, what are they going to do about gun violence? Don't let them off the hook. If you don't ask them, it's on you. What are they going to do? They have control of the house. The American people need to know that they don't have the courage to do anything to save the lives of children. I mean, we don't want to talk about the fact that there is a constitution and there is the right to bear arms. So saying, what are you going to do is so loaded and disingenuous. Sure. There's only a certain amount of things that can be done. And the thing we have the ability to do is to enforce the laws on the books, but we don't want to do that. And I may have lost my spot here. Let's go back. The American people need to know that they don't have the courage to do anything to save the lives of children. The American people need to know that you have to ask them every day. Don't let them off the hook. Don't let them talk about TikTok. Don't let them talk about nonsense. Talk about the lives of children. American children are being killed. Now, don't let them talk about nonsense and TikTok. Well, there's thousands of kids who are dead because of TikTok and the stupid little challenges. We've talked about it a lot. Mm-hmm. Maybe stupid here. Uh, Jamal Bowman doesn't understand what's going on on TikTok either. Mm-hmm. But I guess that's not really a surprise. Yeah. In suburbs, in rural community, in urban communities, black, white, brown, indigenous, everyone, Asian, everyone, ask them the questions. Don't even talk to us. Don't even talk to us. Don't talk to us Democrats because we are so above that fray. Mm. We, we know what the Democrats want. No, why don't you tell us, Jamal? Why don't you tell us what you want, how you would fix this? And then, again, if you are going to go down this magical, mythical line that you're going to make all guns disappear from the United States, I have a very simple answer for that one, too. I live just outside of Crook County, just outside of Chirac. Tell you what, I got my guns. They're here. I'm waiting. If you can prove to me that there is not one gun left in the city of Chicago, in the boundaries of the city of Chicago, if you can prove to me there's not one gun left, then you can have mine. I'll wait. Because <laughs> I don't. Uh, I don't know how they would be planning on doing that one. It'd be interesting, I guess, in what people would put up with. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I don't see that happening. No. And they go to the Senate and ask the same questions. They're cowards. They're all cowards. They won't do anything to save the lives of our children at all. Cowards. Pressure them. Force them to respond to the question, why the hell won't you do anything to save America's children? Because what you're asking them to do, one, is not legal and two, would not work. That's why. Nobody has a solution. Because there's only one way to get rid of all gun deaths. That's to get rid of all guns. There's only one way to get rid of all automotive. Automotive? I'm speaking like Andrew. There's only one way to get rid of automotive deaths. And that would be to get rid of all cars. So we should do that. You know, a lot of kids drown in pools, Larry. We have to get rid of all pools. In, and you know what? A lot of kids drown in the ocean, better fill in the ocean. Yes, yes, yes. We fill can, that ocean in. You know, well, we can't fill it in, but we need border walls then around the, uh, 
around yeah. the ocean so children cannot accidentally get access yes. to that. I mean, Lake Michigan here, we got to do the same thing. We need a big mm. wall to save the children because mm. that's the only way to make them 100% safe. And then even then, not going to be. But that's, again, the concept that these people will not admit to. It's you cannot make everybody 100% safe. You walk out of the house, you might die. You might get hit by a bus. You might get hit by a drone. Who knows? Before, let them explain it all the way up to election day on 2024. They're freaking cowards. They're gutless. We're not here. I'm talking about gun violence. Yeah, now this guy's a coward. This- Jamal is a coward, but this guy that brings up a great point about the school shootings makes Jamal just short circuit. There's never been a school shooting in a school that allows teachers to care. Cherry guns, which all guns lead to more death. More guns lead to more death. Look at the data. You're not looking at any data. Stop. So this is this is where I saw the clip where he gets in this guy's face and continues braying like the fucking jackass that he is to drown him out so he can make his very salient and truthful point. Yes. And that point is there's never been a school shooting at a school that had an armed security guard at it. Right. And I don't know if that's true or not. I've never heard of one, but let's assume that is. And this guy responds to him with. You're not looking at the data. It's like, well, that would seem to be looking at the data because he's like, well, why don't we allow teachers to carry? Oh, carry what? More guns means more death. Well, no, more guns do not mean more death. Well, there was, I mean, the guy's proven wrong by the Parkman thing, because let's not forget uh, officer Scott Peterson of the uh, Broward County. Uh, He was the, he was a school safety officer and he hid outside um, under a stairwell until, uh, all the shooting stopped and he's still getting a pension by the way. Um, so, but he wasn't in the school. He was outside the school. So maybe that's what the guy's talking about. If there's an armed uh, personnel within the confines of the school, I don't know. But once again, we're blaming a tool and saying that that is the reason the folks with this mentality don't understand. If you have a teacher in the classroom who knows how to use their weapon, Mm-hmm. and a bad guy with a gun comes through that door, they somehow think that the teacher being armed is going to lead to more deaths rather than the guy coming in with the gun who can shoot all 30 students without any friction whatsoever to try to stop him. They think it's more dangerous for an armed teacher who is well-trained and there to protect the students. Somehow that, will lead to a higher ratio of dead kids. And that logic just doesn't make sense. And I know, I know I'm looking for logic where it doesn't exist mm-hmm. because that's the only, it's like, how does your brain even fire in that particular way? Not to realize that if you have there on the property, people who have the equipment and ability, because somebody's going to come in with a gun, you can't fight off somebody with a gun with, you know, a hairdryer. Or, uh, you know, a a fire extinguisher or, you know, a really loud noise, uh, you know, one of them air horns. That's not going to work. Pepper spray. Right. (laughs) I'm not going to come in with goggles. Then what? Well, now we can't do anything. So you have to be able to handle 
the threat that's coming in the door. And the only way to do that is to have somebody that is armed. You know, I had this, uh, this argument with someone uh, shortly after 9-11. And uh, I, had no, I had no problem, none whatsoever, with airline pilots being armed. None. And this broad went ballistic. No, no, no. And she was actually a flight attendant. No, that's like, no, no, I'm not going to trust them with a gun. I said, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You're, you're not going to trust a guy that's got maybe six or nine rounds and a gun. That's the most he can kill. But you're going to, but he's driving a plane that's got maybe 300 fucking people in it. And if he decides to wig out or get suicidal, that's okay. Right. Which, by the way, has happened more than once. Yeah. Pilots have fucking wigged and decided I'm taking everybody with me. They don't talk about that much, but it has happened. But that was her mentality. And she saw nothing, she saw no, no conflict about that. None whatsoever. He can, he's, he controls the plane, he can use it as a bomb to kill everyone, but don't let him have a fucking gun to stop a hijacker. Again, the lack of logic. Yeah. Which is what makes it impossible to have the argument because these folks believe that they can make the guns disappear with a law. They believe the guns are going to disappear. And it's like, well, explain how you're going to do that. Well, they'll make, they'll make law abiding citizens guns disappear. That's for damn sure. They, that's, that's no, there's no magic in that. They'll just tax them out of existence. And then people and then, will still you know, be getting it'll be, killed. It'll be, it'll be defunded cops and criminals who have them. That's it's just that simple. And then the world will be the utopia that the left yes. is looking for. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. Now that, yeah, fucking bald face lie. Yes. Show me that stat. I want to see that, Mr. Uh, Bowman. States with open carry laws have more deaths. No, they don't. Total lie. Do you not understand? Fat ass. Uh huh. The greatest amount of gun deaths are in the fucking cities that have the most harsh laws on the books. Not the ones that have open carry laws. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Every school state that allows state has open carry laws. Hey, that's more death. Are you listening to what I'm saying? How old are children dying? Nine-year-old children. This is loose in that apartment, teachers. And then I love that. I love it when the left you? argues. Right. Well, have you ever worked in a school? What's like, what? Do you need to fucking work in a school to understand yeah. What, yeah. logic? That's that's always. But that's that's like always their shit. Their stupid fucking tweets always begin with as a right. is, as a whatever the fuck I am. Now I have the I have the moral high ground. I have the authority because as a fill in the fucking blank as a highly as trained a, podcaster. Yes, as a podcast, it's typical. Yeah, I think we can probably stop that clip there, but that's pretty much what you got from uh, yeah. Jamal, which was nothing that made sense. Ask no. the Republicans what they're going to do about gun violence. Mm-hmm. And the Republicans, uh, I would just stand up there in front of every camera and say, well, we are highly recommending right. that all people that commit a crime with a gun go to jail. You know, the thing is, this the, what, what an asshole like Bowman will never admit to is the fact that the number of guns uh, proportioned to the, to the population of America has not changed in the last hundred years. There's, you know, if you, if you look at it, the same amount of people, the same percentage of people have guns as always did. So what the fuck happened? There's, there's other forces at work here. It's, it's the laws, but really it's the culture. It's the fiber of Americans, you know, 
Um, this this was unheard of. The school shooting bullshit. It all began um, in the in the latter part of the 20th century, and it's just been accelerating since then. And it's not about the guns because there's the no. same amount of guns in proportion to the same amount of people. So mental health in the media. Bing boom, bing bang boom. Yes, sir. Because now this trans activist knew what was going to happen. Going to be all over the news. I want to be a crusader for the trans folk. That's what this was about. Yes. Speaking of uh, speaking of that situation, I just been something I rarely do. I'm looking at uh, No Agenda Social and our pal No Beret said that one account he read online was that the Christian murdering person was gunned down by the cops without resisting arrest. <laughs> nice. But, you know, had a gun and was shooting people. You know, and this is also yeah. an interesting thing when a lot of these situations come up. And there was one, I think, right when we were starting up Planet Rage, where there was a 14-year-old in Chicago that had a gun in his hand, ran from the police, and once you were able to watch the video, you realized that right before he turns around, he throws the gun. The cop didn't see him throw the gun. He sees him turn around in an aggressive manner, knowing he had a gun in his hand five seconds before, and the kid gets shot and killed. And people blame the cop, and it's like, wait, wait, wait. You don't have to wait to be shot in the head before you get to shoot back. Yeah, but in their in their minds, you do. Yes, which is... Again, the lack of logic that we can never have an argument with them because they don't understand yes. the reality of the situation. And the other thing that you hear. I mean, what they're saying here is that this trans activist, while mowing yeah. down nine-year-olds with their AR-15, was not given a stop or I'll shoot before somebody put one in his head. Or why, why don't they exhibit the split second marksmanship they do in the movies? Shoot the gun out of his hand. <laughs> right. Lone Ranger time, baby. Just shoot the gun out of his hand, for Christ's sake. Right. <laughs> right. That's uh, why, why can't they do that? Can't we just train our law didn't, enforcement didn't, better? Didn't Joey say that. I think Joey said that recently. Shoot him in the leg. Maybe yeah. we can why give him a whip like Indiana leg. Jones, Larry. We can just right. use the whip. The bull whip. Uh-huh. Fucking A. See, you've solved it. <laughs> that's it that's we need a school give officer. Give every cop a bull yes. whip. That would be It'll awesome. Be fixed. Yes. Yeah. And they also have to wear the Indiana Jones hat, though, I think, too. Fair, to be fair, as part of the uniform. Yeah. But yeah, that I can see people, well, they didn't give this poor trans person a warning before they shot him, you know, while he was shooting all the kids. Like, no, you don't have to yell stop or I'll shoot if you're already in the process of shooting people. But I understand that's where the mentality is. Yes. It's like they think the world has to work on their own playbook. You know, with all the stuff, even with all this pronouns bullshit, it's like, well, how does somebody know what you are unless you tell them? So somebody walking up to you and saying, excuse me, ma'am. And you're like, I'm a sir. I just don't get it. But this is this is just the insanity. And uh, yeah. we're not getting any better. Now, do we do a Scott protest yet? Or is that the last one on the uh, the list? Here? I know we did Tina on Joey, Scott on Bragg, Scott on Clinton. Scott protest is good. And I'll just give a little background about this one. Most of, you know, when we, when we hear from Scott, he's either in his art studio or he's, uh, um, 
you know, at the wheel of his car, so on. This is a new location for Scott Video. Um, and he is, it looks to be he's in the front of the office of Alvin Bragg's Ooh. office. Okay. And, and Scott is, you know, he is a very gifted painter. He really is. I mean, he, he's, his specialty is painting a million variations of the American flag. And it's really, it's extraordinary how many different uh, versions he can come up with and make them interesting. Uh, he, he just was at a big art show uh, somewhere in Florida and he did, a, he did this killer painting of Trump. Um, kind of like a sole uh, participant in that Iwo Jima photograph. Oh, right? nice! Holding the, up the flag, and then at the base of his uh, you know, of the picture is uh, Pelosi and these these horrible demons and vultures, you know, clawing at him. And uh, apparently, it was it, Scott signed, of course, as the artist. But uh, in the in the picture, Trump is wearing like gauntlet gloves, and he's holding this flagpole, getting the, the old glory up there. And and it was signed by Trump on the on the gauntlet, and um, bid, bidding opens on on the on the painting at a hundred grand. And I hope hope Scott gets it. I really do. Anyway, I meandered a bit. So anyway, this this in this audio clip, a video clip, really the audio portion. It appears it appears Scott is in front of Bragg's office on a very gloomy, typical cruddy, fucking grimy, monochromatic New York street, which reminds me again how. Fucking glad I fled that place decades ago. It's just a terrible place. And Scott has, um, he's doing street art. And he has laid out uh, a pair of uh, kids' shoes, a cop's hat um, on, a, on a crosswalk. And traffic has stopped. Cops are standing around watching him do this. And he has a big, almost like, like an athletic water bottle, it looks like. But it's, it's filled with paint that looks a lot like blood. <laughs> And as he's speaking, and holy shit, this guy can project. He's got lungs, as you'll hear. He's walking around dousing these items with blood as he talks. 11-month-old girl shot in the face because of woke criminal-loving district attorneys like Alvin Briggs. These are the shoes that a woman pushed in front of the train because of the criminals that run through this fucking city because of Alvin Briggs. This is the police cap, the hat of Officer Romero who is dead because the criminals run the fucking streets because of district attorneys like Alvin Briggs. So he doesn't like Alvin Briggs. Yeah. And to, again, to Scott's credit, I mean, so many are just keyboard warriors. This guy goes out there, you know, and it's a, it's a cold, shitty day. And he's, uh, you know, barking his own lungs out to make his point, get his point across. And I'm, I'm, I'm kind of shocked that some, somebody didn't, you know, slap a pair of cuffs on Scott and say, uh, you know, we don't like what you're saying. You're, you're a J6 terrorist, you know. On well, most of the cops are probably like, oh, yeah. Of course, they, the good ones would be. Of course, they would be. Yeah. Like, this is so, the problem. Um, kudos, kudos to Scott. You know, he really, he puts himself out there in a very real way. And uh, I salute him for that. Oh, absolutely. We need more people to speak yes. up. Yes. We need more people. I mean, the average citizen does not understand how the country works, does not understand how the legal no. system works. And we need more people to pay more attention to that than whatever they're looking at on their TikTok yeah. or Twitter feed. 
Yeah. And what's what's sad is that Scott video, I only saw it on Twitter, but it had, you know, it had fewer than 5,000 views. It was 4,000 in high change. Um, you know, I don't know where you, where you clip the, uh, the Jamal Bowman one, but I bet it was a multiple of that, which is really sad because we need to see more of, of guys like Scott and a lot less. Well, yeah, and to understand what the district attorney in your local area has to do with crime. Most people would be like, well, of course, their job is to put people away that break the law. And it's like, well, no, uh, Alvin Bragg, I think it was something like 70 something percent of the cases in front of his office are just released. Well, yeah, he, I think he, the, the stat was something like 50, he reduced, was it 59, almost 60% of felonies he kicks down to misdemeanors right off the bat. Yeah. And you wonder why people commit crimes. If you know you're going to get away with it, mm-hmm. people will do a lot more. We talked about yeah. that just with the simple things like shoplifting. Yeah. Like if you know you can walk out of a store with $959, whatever it is of material, mm-hmm. and no, even if you're caught, nothing's going to happen. You're going to get a, you're going to get a ticket that's going to cost you 50 bucks. But as long as you get the, you can hide the merchandise. You don't even have to give that back. It's a hell of a return, isn't it? Yeah, it's a better yeah. deal. It's a better. So what do you think is happening when you're like, oh, well, if I hit somebody in the head with a brick, uh, I'm just going to have to uh, pay a $50 fine. Wow. Then I'm going to hit a lot more people in the head with a brick. Again, I'm I'm, I'm adding logic into an illogical situation (laughs) and more people need to know exactly how the system works and understand that the end goal for a lot of the people involved seem to be to dis joint the system to be able to disrupt the system to be able to point at it and go well you see this isn't working anymore sure and of course this why do you think shootings are up why do you think all of this bad stuff why do you think drugs are up so you can point to this and go well see the system we have isn't working we need to just we need to rip that whole thing down larry and start at ground zero yeah i tell you now we know the people listening to us understand way more than the average person. Well, they're the greatest people in podcasting land, of course. That they are. We are a value for value podcast, which means we put these shows out there. They're not behind a paywall. You get to listen. You get to enjoy. You get to get involved if you come into the troll room when we do the shows live on Mondays at 1 p.m. Central trollroom.io. You can talk to Larry and I over on Twitter. You can talk to Larry and I over on no agenda social. So if you're on Mastodon, you can always uh, point us in the direction of any good clips, any good rage. Tell us where we're right. Tell us where we're wrong. We will tell you why you're wrong telling us we're wrong. And we'll go on and on (laughs) like that. But we also rely on monetary donations to keep the microphone sounding good and everything humming and the web servers up and all of that. So we appreciate those that come in monetarily, including our buddy, Sir Sean of the Allegheny Valley. Ah, uh, Sir Sean. 20 bucks a month for a long time. He is one of those guys that even after Joey's economy took hold, his donations are still there. And that makes them even more appreciated by all of the podcasters that are putting these shows out because we get it. The, yes. the numbers are dwindling. Mm. Thank you, Sir Sean. We appreciate our buddy Brian Janak coming in with 10 Ah, bucks all the way from beautiful Wisconsin. Thank you, Brian. I know he had a birthday not too long ago. He did. Uh, Sir Truck Driver coming in with his 565 a month. 
Thank you, sir. Truck driver. Keeping the shiny side up. Kevin Seifert is $5 monthly. Thank you, Kevin. Our buddy, sir. NetNet just came in with some Satoshis. Now, if you want to know what Satoshis are, <laughs> it's the podcasting 2.0 thing. You can send us a boostagram instantly during the show. The message comes to us instantaneously. And if you want to find out how to do all that, you can go to newpodcastapps.com. It's the brainchild of the one and only Adam Curry, Dave Jones, and a cast of hundreds, if not thousands, on making the whole thing work. But NetNet came in with 3,333 Satoshis and says, wait, did you say a 28-year-old is a teenager? I changed my boost message because of this dumb bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, NetNet. Yeah, so I mean, now if twenty eight is eighteen, I mean that's uh, a yeah. that's a whole different kind of a twenty eight's a new eighteen. Uh-huh, I guess <laughs> according to people who don't know what they're talking about, yeah. And there are a lot of them, and it's not just God. the people that are getting in front of microphones randomly. The people who are producing the news have no idea what they're talking about, mm-hmm. and that's even scarier because well, this is where people are going to. You know, if you tune in, God forbid, to MSNBC, CNN, even Fox News, there's a certain like, well, these assholes were vetted, so they must know what they're talking about. Not so much. Don't bet on it. No. Trust your local podcaster way more than anybody on MSNBC, unless it's Ryan Bemrose. That guy, he is deranged. He may be fabulous, but he's deranged. Tune in to Grumpy Old Ben's on Wednesdays to find out more. And our buddy, Harry Pilgrim. Harry Pilgrim came in with uh, 2,000 Satoshis. Is Harry related to Billy Pilgrim from uh, Slaughterhouse-Five? Maybe. Harry Pilgrim. I like that. Thank you, Harry. Ryan Bemmer says, I'm wrong. No, I'm right. Ryan is never wrong. That's why he's (laughs) fabulous. Guy knows his shit. Harry Pilgrim says, congratulations. Fountain finger fumble drained my wallet. But the show is worth it. So he sent us the 2000 sats. And then I, I looked it up and I forget how many minutes because I believe he wanted to send us like 45 Satoshis per minute, which is nice. Uh, yeah. But I think he sent us 4,500 Satoshis a minute until his Whoa. wallet was empty. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, wait, you know, we can we can refund that. He's like, no, no, it's yeah. worth it. And he said he was a uh, Marine and he's like a little bit of pain helps the Marine in him learn that you need a little bit of pain. And he said the show was worth it. But this is uh, in these technological times. Yes. Yes. But I thought it was your mouse click can break you. It's very scary. I find that I'm terrified of that myself. Right. Your bank account is gone. Yeah. Because you clicked the wrong button. I just liked Mm. that he sent in more Satoshis to tell us that he accidentally sent a bunch of Satoshis. (laughs) It's like, this is Adam Curry's wet dream right here. Is that your guy is a Marine? Uh huh. Yeah, right. (laughs) Let me tell you exactly why this came in. Uh, And then we had a boostagram from somebody that went as bad career advice, Chad, which is one hell of a name. Uh, 1,111 Satoshis. And he is describing a fake IMDb entry for Manster 2 Electric Whoa. Boogaloo. <laughs> it says, Larry, afflicted with the guilt of the actions his evil twin did, tries to reintegrate with society. His wife, however, starts noticing a bump on her back. Over time, she has an evil twin grow and separate from her body. 
they both begin nagging Larry relentlessly. He goes to the volcano where he dispatched his evil twin and jumps in knowing he would never escape the torture. Now, that was one hell of a boostergram. That's box office gold. I love that. <laughs> well, you're still in L.A., so you could get that made, right? I mean, this. Oh, yeah. Yeah. With my connections, no problem. And with the budget yeah. on this one, you could do it in like 15 minutes. You could have this thing made and yeah. done. I mean, to yeah. be fair, with the camera quality on things like the latest iPhone, mm-hmm. you can produce something pretty yeah. good just right out of your own home. Yeah. But thank wow. you, Chad, for that very you, interesting <laughs> boostergram. And of course. <laughs> We always save the best for last, and that's the boostagram from Comic Strip Blogger for his fifteen thousand and thirty-three, which today is like four dollars and twenty-two cents. So the uh, Bitcoin is still feeling healthy, and he, of course, wants you to read it because I shout too much. I'm shocked that he wants me to read this because um, two episodes back, I did one called AI God Machine of the Apocalypse. <laughs> and I was not very kind to uh, AI, and uh, and CSB took some umbrage at uh, at that. So uh, I'm I'm amazed he still wants me to to read his uh, copy. But uh, as always, I'm happy to and honored. So here goes, Larry and Darren. How many hours of podcasting prowess have you both notched up beneath your belts? Your diligent broadcasting has an untold effect upon all who have come into contact with the weaponized intellect you wield with your worldviews. May the AI.cooking podcast, which keeps tabs on a rampant technocracy losing its mind over its latest pet AI, provide resourceful infosainment, that is the right caliber ammunition, to you both in future furies filled with Furore, yo, Gwiff and CSB. There were some I big words in there. He plugged a word in there. I've uh, all been one. I uh, recognize Furore, F-U-R-O-R-E. I'll have to look that up. I like it. I did have to correct some spelling in this one. I mean, I cleaned it up oh, a little did. bit for you, but not that word. Oh, so, so it's so it's Furor. Okay. It may that's be, what, yes. That's Furor. Okay. So the we can lop that you up in there. Okay, Furor. Ah, got it. You never know what you're going to get when you go to AI.cooking. But it's entertaining. Yeah, you get Gwiff. You get Gwiff reading. And what more could you want than Gwiff reading something? But yes, that has to be furor. Although I don't know why it didn't. um, I thought it was maybe Latin. Furore. It could be. It could be. (laughs) Because it didn't correct that. So. it is a, a, a furor is a town and commune in the province of Salermo in the Campania region of southwestern Italy. So I don't There you go. Okay. So there. You never know. Gwiff might be drunk or might have had a little of the wacky stuff before he wrote or that. Maybe remember the uh, hitman that Tony Soprano used who was from uh, Sicily? It was named Furor or something. Something like Furio. That was his name. Furio. I need to rewatch Furio. that. That's on my list of shows to rewatch. Yeah, it was and good stuff with uh, you know our buddy little Steven, the liberal wacko guitar player, yeah. but he makes a good noise and played a great role. Well, my favorite was uh, Paulie Walnuts. <laughs> I watched it for, for him. He was my guy. <laughs> he, I I, yeah, yeah, <laughs> Paulie. I mean, really, because that we all want to be Paulie Walnuts. Just the attitude, yeah. you know, yeah. and very debonairly dressed all the time. Always great humor. In fact, I'm wondering if. Uh, Gabby, uh, what's her name? The politician from Hawaii. Um, 
Yeah, uh, Gifford, not Gifford's. Uh, no, not Gifford. Uh, the hot one. Gabby, maybe. The hot one, the good looking one. She's got a matching kind of skunk streak in her hair that look, maybe she got that <laughs> idea from Polly. Right? Maybe. Could be bookends. What the hell's her name? It's really bugging me because sometimes she's very interesting when she's on Tucker. Um, Shit. Why can I not remember her name? We are both getting old. Yeah. Tulsi Gabbard. There we go. Lavish. Tulsi Gabbard. That's it. Gabbard. Lavish, the California kid. You might have heard about Rare Encounter. No, I'm sorry. I always want to put these guys on Rare Encounter behind the screams. I didn't mean to insult you, Lavish, by saying you were on Rare Encounter. Yeah. And if Cold Acid is listening as he may be, I did mean to insult you by saying Rare Encounters sucked. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's pretty clear. Right. I mean, we ambivalent got, about that. <laughs> we got to be very clear. We love Cold Acid. And we hope you can help support the show. Just go to planetrage.show slash donate. All of the information is there from how to do a PayPal donation one time or monthly. Use the QR codes or wallet addresses to do the crypto thing. There's a P.O. box address if you want to get old school and more. So with that, I mean, do you know what's coming up on that Larry show this week? I should know what I'm doing on random thoughts because I haven't done a show, but. But you don't. No. It's still up in the air for you. Well, anybody, everybody should always check out Random Thoughts anyway. It's the only podcast of which I never miss an episode, except the most recent one because I was traveling, but I'm, I will be caught up this week. Random Thoughts. And there's got to be something U-N-D. good coming up on that Larry show. It's Easter what week, I, so. Yeah, well, you know, I, I, it's going to be part road trip. I was all over the South. And, and then also I've identified what I think is the most, the shittiest, most woke corporation in America. And I'm going to play it. In this episode, I'm not going to tell you which one it is, though. You're going to have to uh, swing by thatlarryshow.com on or about this Wednesday to find out. And I'm showing no mercy. No. I mean, it could be Disney. It could be what Bud Light. Didn't they just put on uh, Dylan, whatever his name is, on something? Uh, I'm it, not telling. It's a good one, though. I can tell already. Yeah. That's why you have to tune in to That Larry Show, thatlarryshow.com. Yes. And support the shows that you listen to, whether it's this one. Random thoughts that Larry show grumpy old Ben Olberman. He's a right. scumbag. Right. If you listen to Keith Olberman, do not, do not send him your money. Give him no. Yes. Just give him abuse because he deserves it. Prick. Well, he's another one that does not delve into reality anymore. No, he's in his own bubble of insanity, yeah. but it's because of the way news is covered that yeah. this kind of stuff is allowed to fester and move into a whole different category, a whole new life of its own. Because once a few people start saying it, once Joe Biden and somebody on MSNBC says, oh, well, the uh, the latest CDC data shows that more children are dying from guns than they are cars. Well, then it gets reported as fact all over the place. It does. Yes. Nobody actually goes and does the homework and figures out if the things are true. They take what somebody else says and runs with it, which is why you need independent journalism and why you have to keep asking yourself the same question. Is this true? And have the fun little game and try to prove it is either true or disprove it. Most of the time, you probably won't be able to do either. And at least we do it. Yeah, we do it every goddamn week and we're never wrong. That's right. That's why you show up here on Mondays so we can get your rage on another guided tour. We'll be back next week. So have a good Easter and uh, we'll see you then.
the U.S. strikes back, killing a member of the Islamic State. Keeping that gun. Whole world going to shit. 